Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Jumping off an hour or two here of Sports Talk on WWLAMFM.com and always free on the Odyssey app. Thanks for tuning in. Good to have you aboard. Charlie Long at Master Control. Taking your calls on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Lines at 504-260-1870 along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, NFL and college football analyst Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick. Right to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Lines. David in New Orleans. Go ahead, David. You're on WWL. Uh, hey, guys. I was wondering... Uh... If uh, Bobby could give me his take on exactly what happened with Russell Wilson. I mean, he used to be the, one of the poster children for the, the league. and Well, he got too full of he, he, well, David, he got too full of himself. But let me tell you, I know a lot about Russell Wilson. Let me tell you what I do know. How you handle adversity, you got to stay humble no matter what situation you're in. Uh, how you handle success. Yeah, how you handle success. And I'm not blaming his wife, but all of a sudden he's living that movie star lifestyle. And who you hanging out with and appearances and all that. Kind of prima donna, uh, prima donna attitude. And that's not where Russell Wilson came from. If you remember, he was outstanding at North Carolina State. And, you know, overachiever. And he's working hard. And he goes to Wisconsin. He's outstanding at uh, Wisconsin. The Seahawks who ended up drafting him, uh, they didn't think Russell Wilson was going to be the answer. Uh, right here, LSU's own Matt Flynn was going to be the guy. And then uh, all of a sudden, Russell Wilson beats him out. Russell Wilson, now now I'm being kind of judgmental here, but, you know, uh, you know a Christian by their works. You know, I'm telling you, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, everything, Russell Wilson was so humble. And putting God first and all that. I'm not saying that putting God first now, but a lot of riches have come. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know. Uh, With money comes temptation. Yes, comes a lot of uh, all of that lifestyle change and where your priorities are. Uh, put it this way, okay. David, I- I'm going to tell you what I witnessed. And now, you know, you got to be able to enjoy life still, but you uh, focus on the season. Did y'all notice uh, God, who was playing? Was it Serene or something? At the U.S. Open, he was sitting <laughs> with Serena and all's family in the box at the U.S. Open. The season's like in the middle of a training camp or the season, getting ready to play. What? I would never do that. Now, Abar, because you can't handle more than one thing. You can't walk and chew gum. All I know is I'm worried about playing the season and having success in Denver. Now, his wife wants to hang out and do all that. His wife's a superstar. His wife's international. Now, does he want to lead that lifestyle? I think Russell Wilson, David, needs to go back to his roots. 
where he came from, his good fellowship with Christian athlete, Christian uh, upbringing, where, you know, uh, you can be humbled. And I think right now uh, Russell Wilson has been humbled in a Broncos uniform. But I, I think he has a good character because he has a good heart, a good foundation, but you got to go back to that. And not be like, oh, man, you ain't got to make no like stupid statement like, uh, let's ride. Let's ride. Like uh, There's like a couple other things he said. Man, you, you don't have to do all that. Now, uh, so uh, well, let's also call out the fact that he uh, he was working for a coach that was incompetent to be a head coach. Well, that's part well, of it. Okay, but okay, okay. I don't but buy not, all of that. Okay, I don't buy all that either because why did no, Hackett, I didn't, did I say that's oh, the lone reason? I so, said that part of it. But, but Hackett had success with Aaron Rodgers and all that. Now, and, and Aaron Rodgers, different cat. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, you just give me psychedelics and uh, mushrooms. I, I'm gonna be like I'm an MVP, and that's all I reward myself. But Russell Wilson was not that not that type of guy. I'm telling you, Russell Wilson was a humble individual. I think at times he's still humble, but he's gotten paid so much money now. It's starting to say humble when, damn it, I'm rich, and uh, you know, and, and it's hard. So I think Russell Wilson needs to go back to his roots. I think a coach like Sean Payton could get that out of Russell Wilson. Well, Bob, why, why do you believe Bob, that? I, I agree with you. I just did an interview and asking different questions about certain things. I've, and I've been involved in, in different things in life. The hardest thing in life is not fear you. Cause I think we, we sort of used to kind of dusting ourselves off and getting up and trying again. Right. The hardest thing to accept is success and how you handle it. Some people can't handle any success. Well, well Russell Wilson to me is so stupid. He should have stayed in Seattle, make it work with Pete Carroll. Oh, and he wanted to cook. Yeah, they're letting him cook now. He burned down the damn kitchen like you burned the chicken coop, Christian. Thanks. He burned it, burned Thanks. it down. Thanks, Bob. No, Thanks no, for the analogy. Like, okay, uh, let Russ cook. Remember that all the stupid stuff. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. No, Pete Carroll knew it was best for Russell Wilson to have success. No, you make plays now and then. And, and and then, uh, but not those and, like. And Pete's game has always been run the ball, and the quarterback okay, can play who, 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 secondary part. Who's in had that. more success? They ain't even close. Geno Wilson or Russell Wilson? This Geno year, Wilson comes out of nowhere. Yeah, Geno Smith. Geno uh, Smith. Uh, Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith had more success Russell than Russell. Russ. No yeah, question. Come on. This yeah. year. This Let year. Let Russ cook. He married Archie a Hollywood Manning. wife who's more famous than him, yep. and all that, and trying to keep up that lifestyle. Uh, the NFL players don't care about that. They'll punch you in the mouth. They don't care about that. Saints legend Archie Manning is next here on Sports Talk on WWL. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Bobby, Mike, and Christian back here on Sports Talk. We welcome in now Saints legend Archie Manning. Archie, a belated Merry Christmas. I hope yours was well with your family. I hope you had a good time. Thank you, Christian. Appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year to you guys. Archie, when you look at the the Saints and what they were able to accomplish last week going up there playing in the coldest uh, game of the week, and in particular the coldest game in Saints history, uh, man, that, that team showed a little bit of grit. Oh sure, yeah. It's it, it, you know th- these are professionals though, and they, they, everyone's sure disappointed in the season. But uh, you know, you go up there and play a game like that. It didn't. Um, it was still an outside shot at the playoffs, but uh, probably not that realistic. And uh, the Browns are kind of in the same boat. But you know, I'm sure. I'm sure it just crossed the mind of a few players, maybe uh, coaches, saying. You know the way this schedule fell. Sure would have been nice. Sure would be nice to be playing this game in the, in the Caesar Superdome. <laughs> right? Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> going to Cleveland, Bobby. I don't know. If, you know, people. It's funny that comes up. I don't know if people ask you. I'm sure you remember. You know what's? I don't know how many times I got asked last week. Say, what's the coldest game you ever? Are you ever played a game like that? No, I don't think so. And what's the coldest game you ever played in? Um, I guess most people who get some years in the league, it usually would wind up being in Buffalo or in um, Green Bay. Uh, for me, one time, we played a real cold, pretty cold game in Milwaukee. We always played the Packers in Milwaukee. Milwaukee County Stadium, yeah. yeah. Yeah, County Stadium. Uh, really old-fashioned, Bobby. Uh, you, you know, baseball stadium where both teams are on the same sideline. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, Archie, Archie, you know what's crazy? I think that's a sign of old age when you start telling those stories. Yeah, yeah that's well, true. Well, well, Archie, you know, you talk about they're on the same sidelines. You know, I played in the last game in Milwaukee County Stadium. Now they just play at Lambeau. That's when uh, I was with Atlanta uh, against Green Bay and yeah. Brett Favre. And so the last game at Milwaukee County Stadium. Now, Archie, how about this? I'm thinking like, uh, no, I remember when it was in the 20s in Foxborough. Then you playing in Buffalo the coldest game I played in was the semifinals <laughs> in 1977 high school. And, and we were playing yeah, a Washita and Monroe. It was 18 degrees and, like, the wind chill was 9. And, I, Arch, I, I don't know if you heard this story. Uh, and I've said this probably two, three times on the radio. Now, we didn't have any heaters and all that. So Andy Martin's dad, oh, no. Andrew, uh, they got these two big oil drums. We had a bunch of firewood. And we just lit two fires on the sideline. And that's how we were, we were warming up. It was uh, like a hobo deal. Yeah, it was like you? a bunch of like hobos. <laughs> like, and, and that's how we were playing. But, you know, you think and, you play. And I bet, you know, I bet all your, your cold weather stuff you're playing, of course, it wasn't team issue. It's what you brought from home, right? Right, you know, it's, right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's what you what you tried to gather up. What's, is this going to be warm? Is that going to be warm? You know, the probably the colors uh, people had on, especially underneath, it didn't match. Well, <laughs> it didn't match. Yeah, uh, and I played one of those. It's, I, I love to hear that about the last game in County Stadium, Bobby. My first time to play in County Stadium 
was Bart Starr's last game. Whoa. And uh, well, it was his last game to start. Okay. Uh, and then Mike uh, Zeke Burkowski, I'm really dating myself now, Zeke Burkowski came off the bench yeah. and uh, to relieve Bart that day. He had a bad elbow was trying to play. And then uh, a good buddy of mine was a rookie on the team that year, Scott Hunter, former sure uh, enough, Alabama, Alabama guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So last week people asked me, you, you, you said it was high school. The coldest game I ever played in was in Memphis, Tennessee. Whoa. Uh, in, 19, in 1968, we went to a uh, went to the Liberty Bowl, which was played early. It was like December 15th. And, oh, I'm telling you, some big front came in. And, you know, when it gets cold in Memphis, coming at Mississippi River, <laughs> it, we played Virginia Tech. Jerry Claiborne was a coach, and Frank Beamer was a strong safety that day Whoa. at Virginia <laughs> Tech. And I can't tell you how cold it was. It was brutal. Well, it was, it was brutal like for the Saints, but uh, Archie, you know what's crazy? And, uh, you know, when you break down and you say, well, uh, the Saints, uh, they, they'll struggle in Cleveland. But the one thing, Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, the whole organization, and this is a big enough sample size or as of late uh, the, uh, 12 seasons, you know the Saints have now won the last three games played in sub-freezing conditions. 2010, they beat the Bengals. 3430 uh 23 uh, degree wind chill and since and since four years later they beat the Eagles in the wild card round it was 19 degrees uh, wind chill and then what they did in Cleveland so uh, even That's though we're supposed to be a dome team hell the, the Saints and Dennis Allen have had them or the whole organization Mickey Loomis and the equipment managers that they've done it right and has the team ready to play in that kind of environment. Well, it's it is real credit to Dennis and the organization, and yeah, I love reading about those equipment guys. You know, right. you, you and I are out of the same boat. Those those trainers and equipment guys uh, behind the scenes, but uh, it's just amazing everything they would do for us as players and what they do for players. So that, I really loved uh, reading that, and and I take my my hat off to the to the Saints and. You know, I can't figure Cleveland out. You know, when I see every time I see Chubb play, I think he's one of the best backs in the league. Right, me too. And at times, at times I see him, and I think that this thing's about to come together for them, and maybe it will next year. I don't know. You know, you get Deshaun Watson for a for a whole year, but I I don't know. I can't I can't figure it out. But it was a it's a real credit to those guys to go up there and win win that football game. Archie, while we reminiscing, I got two questions, but one of them. Man, 1970, it's one of the first memories I had. My dad brings my brother and I. We go to the Sugar Bowl to watch mm-hmm. Ole Miss mm-hmm. play Arkansas. Now, my dad was yeah. an Arkansas. I can't tell you why. Yeah, he talked about Frank Bra, and I got no reason, uh, <laughs> I, no idea why. But people kind of forget that that year – Texas played Arkansas in the final game, and basically that was for the national championship. They lose fifteen to fourteen. Is that when President Nixon? President Nixon was there, and he (laughs) proclaimed Texas. And boy, did it get under Joe Paterno that he proclaimed them the national champs. And then you guys uh, come back, and on January first, ended up beating them. In the Sugar Bowl, your thoughts of that? Because the Sugar Bowl has changed. All the bowls have changed now well, because yeah, of the format. Yeah, but yeah, the Sugar yeah, Bowl at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was early. It, it was a it was an early game. We we played early that day. We sure did. But it was that game. That game in Fayetteville. They called it. it well, it was nineteen sixty nine. Yes. So that was the one hundredth year of college football, and so they called it the game of the century because. 
ABC did the smartest thing. They said, we're going to take the Texas-Arkansas game, which was usually so many times for the Southwest Conference Championship. But I think it was played, Mike, if I remember right, usually somewhere seventh or eighth game of the year. They moved know, it, right? Game schedule. And ABC moved it to December 5th, yep. a, a week after Thanksgiving. So everyone was through. Everyone was through. And, uh, of course, it was national television. As you said, President Nixon went. And so we had uh, finished our season after a couple one-point losses early. We'd finished our season strong. And um, we played Tennessee late in the year in a big game. And Coach Vaught, this is the way Bowles worked in those days. Coach Vaught promised us for the game. Now, he had, you got to remember, he had, he had brought like eight teams to the Sugar Bowl during his career. But he said, if we win this game today, I'll guarantee you I can get us in the Sugar Bowl. Because that's, that's kind of what the Sugar Bowl, that's what bowl games were like in those days, the co- coaches lobbying the committee. Uh, some people used to say Coach Bryant would pick out what game he wanted to play, what bowl he wanted to play in, and everything else would fall in place like that. But anyway, it came out that we, yes, we got invited to the Sugar Bowl, and he said, we're going to play the loser of that game, of the Texas-Arkansas game. Okay. So we, had, we wanted to start preparing and our coaches started watching film, and Coach Vaults told me he said, "We're going to wind up. We're going to wind up playing Texas because Arkansas's got the better team. They they've got the better team. Boy, uh, but uh, it it was a it was a uh, Texas who ran a wishbone quarterback named James Street. Yeah, and completed a long pass late late in the game, set them up to 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 win the game, and sure enough, they went on to the. Um, uh, it was a lot of history, a lot of strange things happening that year. Mike, you know this better than anybody. Oh, yeah. So it looks like Texas, who's going to go now and go to the Cotton Bowl, the chance for a national championship, and they're going to play LSU, who just got one loss. I, I won't say who that loss was to. Yeah, it was <laughs> to you. Come on. But, but, but uh, Notre Dame, who had never been to a bowl, dropped their they dropped their, their standards and said, yes, we're changing our policy. We're going to a bowl, and LSU got left out. They went completely. And they get a bowl game. They Damn. spelled profit at Notre Dame a little different back then, Archie. Yeah, the, the, now, now Archie, <laughs> was that? It wasn't with was the, the FIT. I think I witnessed those p- pictures. Was that the helmets where y'all had like with the hundred, the hundred on the yeah. side, hundred on above? Yeah, Archie had a hundred. Yeah, on. I Archie had that uh, on a Sports Illustrated cover. That helmet. No, I remember the hundred. The hundred on the side, and Arch. It seems like you can't get away from college football now with Arch going to Texas. So, uh, or, so, <laughs> well, so, 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 what? Are you just staying in your living room, or are you heading to Austin? They went on and won the national championship, and uh, they had a fullback named Steve Wooster. Yeah, uh, played with him in the Hula Bowl game. But James, uh, I, I, I played um, in the College World Series. Uh, against Texas baseball team, and James Street was a pitcher on that team. But James wow. passed Whoa. away a few years ago. But Arch is going to wear number sixteen at Texas. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, is that in honor of James Street, uh, Arch, or what? Well, no, it's just he wore it in high school. Okay, okay, high school. It's, an, it's an honor if it's available. That's what it said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Arch, a little bit about man. We've had him at the Manning camp, uh, Michael Pratt. I'm just so impressed of how he finished this season at Tulane. I remember he came a couple years back, and he was talking about – and he was always about the team, talked about the team. Yeah. And, I, you know, last year nothing went right for him, and they lost a yeah. lot of games late. 
That defense was terrific this year. Close, they lost yeah. the first game. So, and, but yeah. this year, man, he got the stud and Tajay Spears running it. But late, man, it was Michael Pratt making, making those plays. NFL yeah. throws, and he was impressive. But now he goes up against the guy. And Caleb Williams. Hey, Archie, that's who you got to get a, the, the Manning camp, Caleb Williams. I mean, <laughs> that's. Well, I, I invited him last year. I invited him, and then um, he, he didn't call me back. And so Lincoln Miner finally. So Lincoln said, uh, Lincoln couldn't get an answer. So Lincoln said, I'm just going to give you his number. <laughs> and then, of course, Lincoln left and went to Southern Cal. Right. And so I, 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 kept, I kept inviting because I knew all about him. And finally, his daddy called me. His daddy called me, and. Um, I don't know. It just I, He might have been looking for NIL money. But <laughs> well, he was looking at the wrong place, right, Arch? That wasn't going to happen. We'll get him. Bobby, we'll get him some good food down in Tibidabu. Right, right. <laughs> right. No NIL, NIL money. Yeah, but you can get enough of that in Hollywood. You can get yeah. enough NIL in Hollywood. You, but you but a little bit about, about about Michael Pratt. Well, I'm going uh, to invite him. I'm going to invite him back this year, so I hope I hope okay. he'll come. Awesome. Uh, but but again, to Michael Pratt, I mean, you just gotta love this kid. He, we fortunate enough, we've had him two years, so you kind of get to know him. And he's just he's just a great kid. And I'm like you, Mike. I just love the way he's played uh, this year and, and down the stretch. And uh, Cooper and I were invited to go to practice the other day when we, you know, had the uh, the turnout about the young man, uh, the paralyzed player from Tulane. Who's going? They're going to send him to the Cotton Bowl. But we got a good visit with Michael. Listen, he said he told Cooper. He said, "Listen, Southern Cal. I mean, they're Southern Cal, but they're not." On defense, they're not invincible. They didn't. They didn't tackle anybody in that game. Right. They didn't tackle anybody. So, uh, I think. I think. Um, you know, watching watching some film of their defense throughout the year, Tulane's going in there with some confidence. So, uh, I'm so excited for them. Uh, I, I can't wait to watch it. Now, uh, Arch, uh, when you look at. Uh... Like uh, uh, when you reflect back on, on your career and, and you look at it, uh, you know how it's hard to win uh, the billion dollar uh, lottery and whatever. I mean, uh, I, I know you and Olivia have to think like, what? Look at the success we've had and then our offspring and then your grand offspring. I mean, do you pinch yourself or you just say, thank you, Jesus, we've been blessed or, or what? Because yeah, I, I mean, it, it's unbelievable that when I try to tell people that, listen, this don't happen everywhere. No, this is like you winning the billion-dollar lottery with the Mannings have done in their offspring. Well, we pinch ourselves because, you know, y'all both know me. We've known each other a long time. It, it wasn't a plan. It, it, we, we, we just tried to raise kids. You know, we were blessed to have healthy kids. We just tried to raise kids in, in this town, and they like sports. Now, I used to take them – I didn't push them in sports, but uh, right. I think it kind of started for them. I'd take them out on Saturday mornings. You know, we could t- you could take your sons out to practice on su- Saturday morning. They love that. Oh, they love be- being around. Uh, Cooper's Cooper's favorite was Chuck Muncy. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, was Peyton, Chuck there Peyton on Saturdays get, though? Peyton, yeah, sometimes. Peyton like the Dean Kleinsmith would tape. Peyton up. He taped his ankles anytime he go out there. So I wasn't pushing them, but. Um, they, they liked it, worked at it, and they were fortunate, um, you know, through through the through the years and through the time. And yeah, we we just we do kind of pitch ourselves and, and count our blessings. It's it's been a, they've given us a lot of joy. Now, of Archie, joy. when you look at how, I mean, you look at the rules and 
I mean, you and I wish they'd had that back in the day, how to protect the quarterbacks. Oh, you can't go near their head or you can't really, like, hit them. And if they get hit a little bit, the official, I mean, the quarterback's looking at the officials. You're not going to call that? I'm like, what? I mean, so you can't really hit them. But the the point I want to bring up to you, and to me this would not be far-fetched, when you look where Tom Brady's at right now, okay, look, he's 45. You cannot tell me how they protect the quarterbacks. And Tom Brady, a different phase in his life where he's at right now, that at 50 years old, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than Tom Brady. Now, you're not going to win anything, but you cannot tell me if Tom Brady wanted to break, uh, break George Blandis' record or whatever, that what, Tom Brady's still playing and he's 50 years old? I don't think, I don't know if you agree with this, but I don't think um, over the next five years, now if you get hurt, you get hurt. That's a different thing, how you rehab and all that. But if he's healthy, I still think Tom Brady at 50 years old, there would not be 32 quarterbacks better than him. Well, he's, he's amazing. I mean, uh, and you know what it's about, Bobby. It's, it's the, it's, you're going to get hurt if you play football. You're going right. to injure. You hope and you're lucky if, if you can keep those injuries uh, not, not major. But still, they, they take their toll. They take their toll. So he's, he's certainly out of uh, – a secret to, to use right. and to maintain to maintain that health and to continue to play and he hadn't he hadn't lost anything in his arm so it, it it's really amazing it's really amazing to to do that now Warren Moon was uh, uh, kind of close he I could flick it George Blanda, but of course George Blanda was just kicking kicking yeah yeah he he was Warren was playing quarterback hey, uh, well, hey Archie I don't know if you agree with this uh, about I I, I can, uh, June Jones would show me film of Warren Moon running the uh, run and shoot. And I'm telling you, even at 41, at 42 years old, he can hang with any 20-year-old passing. He, he never threw Guaranteed. a duck in his life. He, I like, I'm looking at all these films it's like a tight spiral. To me, Warren Moon, I don't know if you agree with this, Warren Moon threw the prettiest football consistently than any quarterback I've ever witnessed. Agree, agree with you 100%. Bobby, I don't know if you were like me, but before a game, you know, we're usually throwing from about the 40-yard line going in. And so the other team is, too. And I always wanted to see the other quarterback throw, up, you know, kind of from ten yards away like that. I'm just curious, you know, who could, who, who, how they threw it, who could spin it, yeah. Uh, just I always had to go, kind of sneak a peek there. And I Warren Moon, and even in, when he was over forty, he could throw the stew out of a football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Archie Manning, Saints legend. Archie, how is uh, Peyton? And Eli enjoying their simulcast on ESPN. It, it's really funny. Uh, what I like about it is Peyton gets his jabs in on Eli, but Eli fires right back. I mean, he, he finds ways to get to get back at Peyton. <laughs> well, I think they've had fun. I think the one thing that's come from it is it, people have seen, kind of got to know Eli a little better. Eli was always kind of reserved. And, of course, up in New York, he, he kind of just kept to himself and tried to, tried to play and, and survive. And uh, so they've seen a little different side of him. They've had fun doing it. I think one way they've improved the show, um, I, I think they've done a better job with the guest. Um, um, you know, just you don't always know about the guest. You want it to be somebody who contributes a lot and kind of has fun along with them. You just don't know. Um, one thing I told them last year, I said, if you get a guest and he's not really having a lot to say, Get him out of there, you know, just because you two guys can carry it. You can carry it with, uh, without having a guest. But uh, they've had some really good guests this year. I thought they contributed a lot. Now, I was doing a Q&A with Peyton at somewhere, a corporate thing, 
And somebody asked, after last year, somebody asked Peyton, said, what's the criteria of your guests? What are you looking for? And Peyton said, well, uh, we, we'd like for them to be sober. <laughs> do, you, do you know Archie? If they do, they have exclusive control. Or are they kind of uh, in terms of who they can get on, or does ESPN? Uh, they, well, the people there at Omaha, they you know they they try as you can tell they they the teams that are out there they like to get somebody if it's a comedian or an actor or somebody, but somebody that's got a little involved with that team who really likes the team and. Uh, but you know, you want them to be a football fan. Now, if you get a if you get a football player or a coach, that's gonna that's gonna be that that should be easy. You know, that should be fun, and they're gonna right. they're gonna be able to uh, express their expertise and help chip in. So it's just kind of a, a process, but they they've had fun with it. And ESPN seems seems to like what they're doing. Now, uh, Arch, look at uh, Sean Payton, and now he's in the media. He's obviously going to get back into coaching. And I don't think this is far-fetched, you know, supply and demand. We're all capitalists and stuff. I think Sean Payton might be the first $20 million a year coach, supply and demand. You look at the Walmart money uh, with Denver, and, you know, if you have two or three uh, teams that want you, now the Saints need to be rewarded because he's on the contract. We need to be well compensated. But uh, do you think that's far-fetched that uh, Sean Payton might be the first $20 million a year coach? I, I don't. Just tell me what you think. Well, I hadn't really thought about it like that. I mean, I know I, I know Sean's. A, I, I think he's, like you. I think he's a great coach, and uh, he's. Um, you know, I, I think Sean. Remember, what, what was it? Three or four years ago, he kind of hinted and talked about maybe getting out, taking a break. You know, and I think I guess Mike, the draft choices were too heavy. He could, you know, he um, the, the Saints weren't going to let, let, let him go. Um, I, I think he'll be in demand. He's he's just a he, he you know he's just got skins on the wall and he's a he covers he, covers, he checks every box in my opinion as as a as a head coach. So uh, I don't know where all you know we are. We lost one this week there in Denver that did that didn't work out. I'm not sure it's all that guy's all Hackett's not yeah, all his fault. That just that just didn't nothing worked out there. That didn't that didn't work work at all. So, Sean will. Um, I think you know the one thing he's told me is that I'm not going anywhere. It doesn't have a quarterback. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. That yes. makes sense. Yes, uh, Arch. Uh, you and I this summer we were talking. We were watching Bryce Young, and you turned to me and you told me, Mike. You know who you reminds me of. Now he said for you, you would remember it, but other people they'd have to hit Wikipedia. He reminds me of Fran Tarkenton. Yeah, and and yeah. I've used that. And, man, you watch Bryce Young play. Okay, he's not the biggest guy. He's not the, the strong-arm dude. But he makes plays, and his feet gets him out of trouble, and he's yeah. so poised under pressure. Well, he's one of the coolest customers I've, I've ever seen on a college football field, without, without a doubt. I told him that. I told his daddy that. He's just one – Cool customer. He but he can make the throws. I like the way he moves his feet. He he's not tall. Y'all know that. But, yeah. but Fran wasn't either. No. You know, right. This generation probably this generation doesn't appreciate it enough how good Fran Tarkenton was because and he's told I, I still talk to Fran and Fran could scramble and run and get loose and make plays and he told me he said I, he said they timed me in a forty I was five flat. <laughs> 
I ran a five-flat <laughs> 40. <laughs> but he can sure get away from people, and he can, he can make the throws. And, and, but and Bryce, Bryce is such way. a great Bryce, player. Bryce is smart. He's yeah. bright. He's a real good. He's a real good kid. He's, he's been he's been productive. Uh, he's 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 an outstanding player. Now, uh, now, Arch, when you look at um, uh, where football is going, and, and obviously, uh, boy, you look Thursday night, uh, Sunday night. Uh, you look at all the programming. Saturday, uh, Christmas Day. Uh, no, it's like it's like unbelievable. Uh, like the rich get richer. It's it, it's uh, look just it, all the different varieties that you can watch the NFL. I mean, uh, to me, the sky's the limit. You might say, well, when is enough enough? But it continues to grow. You look at now the it Sunday, just, su- Sunday ticket. Going, yeah, it, Sunday it ticket. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's like unbelievable how the NFL, uh, the only, you know, Archie, I've said this, the only program that can hang with the NFL that's old school is 60 Minutes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> anything, anything else? Sixty minutes can still catch the good ratings that can hang with NFL games. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. It's just the numbers. Did you see the new? I mean, Directv. Yes, yes. lost it to what YouTube? Yeah. Did you see the dollars? Two billion. Two billion, and, 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 and then they're gonna go. He's gonna get the two and a half billion because they have a severed deal with the restaurants Rest, and the bars. That's true. Yeah, so it's gonna go yes, to two and a half billion a year. Saints so, legend Archie yeah. Manning. Thank you, Archie. All right, Thank you, Arch. Arch. Thank you, brother. Thanks right, for coming guys. on. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you, All brother. Right. I will step away and come back. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Coming up next hour, Todd Graffanini, radio voice of the Pelicans. Friday, join Saints legend Deuce McAllister and Mike Haas for a special edition of Fans and the Pros. Live from Rouse's Markets and Metairie on Airline Highway, kick off Saints Friday and shop 
for your New Year's celebration with Haas and Deuce at Rouse's Market, 2701 Airline Highway, Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. only on WWL. We ran long with Archie Manning. We'll step away and come back. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Back here on Sports Talk, Bobby, Mike, and Christian. Patrick in Gulfport. What's going on, Patrick? You're on WWL. Good evening, gentlemen. How y'all doing? All right, Good, Patrick. Hey, so let me just uh, kind of paint a picture for you here and see what y'all think about this. So early on in the season, we had Jameis at the quarterback position, and all of our woes were upon Jameis. And then we went to um, the Red Rocket for various reasons, and then all of the woes are upon the Red Rocket. All of the re- you know we, we're failing because of the quarterbacks that are in play regardless which quarterback it is. And you've got people screaming, hey, bring back Jameis. Why don't we have Jameis? And prior to that, we had people screaming, why don't you start Andy? Why don't you start Andy? And leading up to the season, all the big hype was on the defense that, if I'm not mistaken, we've not seen on the field yet this season because of injuries leading up to the opening of the season. So we've got a dynamic defense that was kind of the hopes going forward into the season that if I'm not mistaken, we've not yet seen as a whole on the field for a game. And, and then uh, let me capitalize on that by saying, and not to take anything from the quarterback position, we have an average at best quarterback regardless which quarterback The numbers don't play. bear that out. The numbers don't bear that uh, out, okay. Patrick. And, oh, over okay. the last, on, and over the last three or four weeks, this defense has played well. Really well. You have to look at scoring defense. If, and then, if the last six games, when you're allowing 20 or fewer points, uh, you should win. The bottom line, you should win. Now You're not winning uh, up front uh, on uh, offense. Uh, uh, bottom okay. line. So when you, think, when you think about anybody, any team who's playing the quarterback position, wouldn't you say like four games? It's not like one game, two games. That's kind of like a whole month sample size and what have you done for me lately. And going into the Cleveland game, I'm not saying Andy Dalton was so special, uh, but it easily could have been 11 or 15. How about you catch the freaking ball? Okay, catch it. Okay, I'm just going to say that. Now, do you know that Andy Dalton, again, this is not an opinion. This is against Pat Mahomes, uh, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, all the quarterbacks, all the quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, National Football League, Andy Dalton has been playing very well, to say the least. His quarterback rating was right under 117 the last four games, number one in the league. Uh, okay, the, uh, there's 32 starters before the clean, number one in the league. So, uh, oh, so oh, yeah, the, the, we need to get rid of him when he's playing at that level. So, I'm, I'm just saying. Thanks for the phone call, Mike. That's a wrap for you, man. Thank you. All right, guys. See you all tomorrow. All right, Mike. One more hour to go. It's the Saints hour coming up tonight with – Mike Hoss, the voice of the Saints, and Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. That's at 7 o'clock. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase. Just required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.